Greetings. As you come into the glory of God, you're going to realize how disgusting Christianity in the brains has been. You'll be appalled because Satan has deceived the whole world by thinking what began in the spirit could be finished in the brain. Galatians 3.1 says that's witchcraft, that's religion, that's sorcery, magic arts, potent sorcery of Babylon the Great. Be washed and forgiven of all 50 states in the Union because these states are so religious. I've lived in 24 U.S. states and it's the same demons and devils and darkness everywhere. You know, we want to say, oh, it's the crack epidemic, you know, it's the gangs, it's the illegal immigrants. Actually, in God's eyes, it's religion. <laughs> Is religion the most evil demon in Satan's hell? Um, yes, and there's nothing even close. It's called the spirit of Antichrist. Religion is the spirit of anti-Christ. It's anti-life, it's anti-freedom, it's anti-anointing, it's anti-Jesus. All this Christianity in the brain is actually anti-Jesus. That's why when a real Christian comes around walking in the glory of God, they weep and gnash their teeth at them. I mean, I've been a missionary for 11 years every single day in the inner city, and. We've been persecuted probably more than any ministry in the United States of America. I would say, and I'm sure many of you could study that out the last 11 years, that's true. Totally true. And you know why? It's just because of him. You know, I don't take it personally. I'm a dead man. I've been born again 18 years. When I got born again, I died. I had no life. I forfeited my entire life. I could care less. My whole personality changed. My whole countenance changed. My mother who gave birth to me didn't even recognize me after I was born again because my face had shape-shifted so dramatically two weeks into Minnesota Teen Challenge in November of 1999 at a Ruth Heflin conference here in uh, Roseville, Minnesota. It's the last conference Ruth Heflin did before she passed away. She's the one that had all the gold dust that um, really the mother of the Glory Stream movement. You know, we have a thousand Glory Stream ministers and they're the cutting edge ministers that speak in the Bethels and Morning Stars and the apostolic and prophetic churches around the USA, but Ruth Heflin was really a pioneer of that, big time. Signs and wonders and it was her conference that we were invited into after I'd been born again two weeks and I got covered in gold dust from shoulder to shoulder. The whole Minnesota Teen, Ch Teen Challenge Choir was completely covered in gold dust. The glory of God was so strong. I mean, I was in heaven. I'd been born again. All things were new to the point that my mother, my own mother couldn't even physically recognize me. <laughs> and she said, I remember going, seeing my mom because she'd been praying for me for years and years and years because I was a terrible, terrible rebellious kid did all the drugs and did everything wrong I could possibly do since I was about 12 years old until I was 18 until I got arrested in court ordered to teen challenge pretty much every day maximum rebellion every single day for, for six years and I by the time I was 18 I was a brain-dead drug addict zombie been expelled from my fourth high school 
And uh, they just said, man, this kid's gone. If we don't intervene on his drug addiction, he's gonna die. So they carted me to Team Challenge from Whitefish, Montana, where I was living in a, the non-hostile hostel in Whitefish, Montana. From the jails, they took me right into the Amtrak, and then they picked me up right at the Amtrak in Minneapolis and took me right into Team Challenge. And then there's Rich Sherber, Lynette Sherber, you know, my mom and my stepdad and all these pastors and the staff, about 12 of them are on this huge table. Minnesota Teens Challenge was a tiny, tiny little rehab program back then. Only 55 men in the whole place. Now it's like 300, third biggest rehab in the United States of America. And uh, it was, I was just like get, trying to get out of jail. I'm just telling you my testimony because this is what the Holy Spirit has to say to you. Because we're ministering to mostly drug addicts in America. That's the main thing we're dealing with amongst the youth. That's the number one cause of death under 40 now in the USA is heroin. And I live in North Minneapolis. Every time I mow my lawn every other week, I find five to 10 crack baggies in my lawn every other week for nine years. I live in the heart of the crack cocaine epidemic in North Minneapolis. This house that is now our Red Letter Ministries broadcasting studio was the main crack house of Pookie Duke, the OG Crip, that would distribute all the cocaine into North Minneapolis and to all Minneapolis. And they'd rock up some of it up and they'd sell the rest of it. But he was the main distributor for the cartels coming out of Chicago. He's in prison now, rotting for life, murderer. And all these people got arrested and are, or are dead. I mean, really, it's cleaned out. I mean, a hundred times better than it used to be. It used to be Murderapolis, 1991. Highest murder rate per capita of any city in the United States of America. Now it's like paradise. I'm out there, there's kids playing in the street. When I moved in nine years ago, there wasn't kids in the street. There was crack dealers on every single corner around here. And the day I moved in, Penny to testify, in these corners, they disappeared, they've never come back. That's the glory of God. <laughs> That's why I got born again. That's how I know this gospel works. I've tested, uh, tested it on the streets, not, not just in Minneapolis, but also in Mazatlan and in Mexico, doing tremendous amounts of work in Mexico the last 18 years in Sinaloa. And it works down there just the same. We've been broadcasting now in every nation in the world through Facebook. Hit 30 million people in the last three months in every nation in the whole world. And it's the same thing everywhere, guys. Religion. That is the number one blockage. Because what people don't understand is when you take down religion, rebellion goes with it. When you take down the knowledge of good, the knowledge of evil automatically is flushed. When you overcome religion, you overcome Lucifer himself. You overcome Abaddon, the angel of death himself. People don't understand, they tolerate Jezebel in every Christian church in America. I know because I've been to hundreds of them. Hundreds of them. And we have friends at all the best ones across the world, literally. And they still tolerate Jezebel. How do you have a Jezebel-free church? The only possible way you're going to have a Jezebel free church because these people just come in the doors and you got to love them. How do you know? You know, you have a big church, they'll just be sneaking in. You got witches coming to church. You know, and if you try to have a closed down, witch free, you know, home church, you know, you, you always find people that creep in there like serpents and try to constrict your freedom. 
I've seen it in the home churches. I've seen it in the mega churches. I've seen it in every city in the world of Christianity. <laughs> Not to mention all the other religions that are just religions just like religion. That's a deep revelation right there. I'll write that down, okay. Not to mention all the other religions that are like religions like religion. Okay, check that. My brain can calculate that one. Oh, smart guy. Someday, when your spirit is so energized by the river of life that you can actually drown your brains, you'll understand everything about the gospel. You'll understand everything about the cup of the new covenant. You'll understand how God raises the dead by the spirit of holiness. You'll understand why the glory is God Himself and why the glory is necessary for your salvation. That religion and your brains and your self-efforts and your human intellect cannot be saved and are not redeemable. That's why it's written, you must be crucified with Christ. That is the number one thing in the whole world. Have you been crucified with Christ? That is the only thing that defeats religion. And truly, that's what satisfies the desire for pleasure in all sexual immorality and drug and alcohol abuse rebellion. All of it is satisfied in His sacrifice. Every single desire and longing in your heart that is sincere, that's a real desire to be filled with pleasure, to be filled with the Garden of Eden. Eden is the Hebrew word pleasure. You'll never have it in the natural realm. You'll never have it through sex. You'll never have it through drugs and alcohol. You'll never have it through even having children and kids and business and being successful, making money and just being happy clappy. And that's all fine and dandy stuff. It's not necessarily sin. But it's all human stuff. You'll only be satisfied in the divine seed of Jesus Christ, the Word of God. Being born of the Spirit is the only thing that will ever satisfy that longing in your hearts. I know, I've tried everything in this entire world. There isn't a thing in this world I haven't done or tried. Literally, in the whole world. People, I, I talk to grandpas all the time and be like, I mean, I've done more than every grandpa that I've talked to. I've <laughs> lived 300 lives of men at 35 years old just because life in the fast lane, running from the FBI, just a crazy, crazy life. <laughs> in and out of juvie, just crazy, just wild. And you know, I'm so thankful because that's how I learned everything in this whole world so fast. If I had it just easy, you know, in a gated community, I never would have learned even 1% of these life lessons to have this global perspective and now this heavenly Jerusalem perspective of the great white eagle and the seven spirits of God. I am so thankful for the hand of discipleship that's upon us to train us perfectly in our spirits so we don't waste a day of our lives in anything human, in anything carnal, in anything natural, in anything secular. <laughs> yes. Secular, he said that all youth. That's a religious word that Pharisees use. No, it's not. You can use every single word in the world once you're in the glory river of God because you have a childlike heart. You know, you just you're in the culture of heavenly Jerusalem now where there's no sin. You've overcome the world, there's no serpents and snakes, there's no 
devils in the highway of holiness when you overcome the world by the spirit of holiness that raises your hearts from the dead. Romans chapter 1 says you've been raised from the dead by the spirit of holiness. I mean, that's what the born again, born of the spirit experience is. Do you understand true Christianity today? That it's 100% spirit all the way through and the only thing the devil could ever do to slow us down is to confuse our brains with religion and turn Christianity into paganism and then they're religious about that too and they're like, I'm not going to celebrate Christmas now. It's a pagan holiday. Easter, you know, the fertility goddess. And they get paranoid about everything, get fearful about everything because they're still in their brains in the knowledge of good. Is the knowledge of good equally sinful to the knowledge of evil? Yes, the Bible clearly says so. The knowledge of good is still brain. It's still sin. (laughs) That's why you have to be crucified with Christ and leave your human nature in the sand, go through His blood, and enter paradise. Song of Solomon calls it the house of wine. Song of Solomon 2.4. Song of Solomon 5.1. Be drunk on the blood of Jesus. Be drunk on the love of God. Be drunk on the wine of His blood. Don't you understand when Jesus Christ was crucified, it said hundreds of saints of old were raised from the dead when He died, when His blood was shed, because they went through His blood and entered heaven. Heaven is inside the blood of the Lamb that takes away the sins of the world. You can drink as much of His blood every day, and it's not vampirism. I mean, it's not human blood like Freemasons drink or satanic cults drink. It's not any of that. (laughs) This isn't occult. This is Christianity. Biblical Christianity. Jesus Christ said, Here is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Drink it whenever you remember me. It is written. Amen? Christianity, 100%. When it was described by our Lord Jesus Christ in the scriptures, He handed them a cup. Anytime you put down the cup of drinking the river of life, you always get into religion and always begin killing yourself. That is the deception and the bewitchment of the ages. Religion. And we overcome it in this generation because of the cup of the new covenant, because of what He's done. All we simply do in a one formula new covenant law is drink His blood. In His blood is heaven, and Solomon called His blood the house of wine, the kingdom of heaven. It's a one-step formula. And the bread will automatically come later. Like, yeah, you need the Word too. Well, that's a demon. When you drink the blood of Jesus, you'll get hungry for the Word, and it will be enjoyable to receive God's Holy Word. And it won't be works slaving in your 15-minute morning devotionals of trying to get some Bible time in. It won't be slavery. It'll be enjoyment. It'll be bliss. (laughs) It'll be ecstasy. It'll be fun. It'll be the most thrilling thing every day as you grow spiritually by drinking the blood of the Lamb that washes all your religious sin away. America. That's the only thing that's holding back the whole world from being drowned in heavenly Jerusalem glory. 
the city on a hill, Jesus Christ called Heavenly Jerusalem. The hell is the universe. On top of this universe, outside the capsule of time and space, is Heavenly Jerusalem. Now, the gates are always open. It is written in the book of Revelation, the twelve pearl gates of Heavenly Jerusalem. The glory is always pouring out in every direction. Why isn't it coming down through the earth? Because the spirit of anti-glory blocks cities and blocks nations from being drowned in the glory of God. That's why. So it takes like a preacher of righteousness to raise a standard and drown the world and break through that false covering of religious darkness and death, which is usually called Christianity, but it's false Christianity. The true Christianity is always in the glory of God. John 17 says, Father, Jesus Christ, red letters, I have given them the glory. That was the fulfillment of his mission on planet Earth. Red letters, John 17. Father, I have given them the glory. That's the whole mission of Christianity. Anything apart from the glory of God is demonic. It's just going to be witchcraft. It's going to be paganism. It's going to be strange fire. It's going to be dead works. It's going to wear you out. It will literally physically kill you because you're practicing sorcery. You're practicing witchcraft. Outside of the blood of the Lamb and the cup of the new covenant is only dry, arid, Egyptian hell. That's why people have such a hard time. When you put the cup of the new covenant down, you just automatically go into dead works and slaving by the sweat of your brow and the curse of the fall, as it's written in Genesis. And that serpent is always biting at your forehead, right in your mind, lying at you. You're never going to be good enough. You need to pay more penance. You need to do this. You need to do that to be clean. And you forget there even is a cup of the new covenant that accomplished everything of your sanctification and righteousness for you as a gift of salvation. And you begin to trample that cup and that blood of Jesus underfoot with your own strange fire in dry, arid Egyptian hell. And Satan has deceived the whole world, it is written in the book of Revelation, by his potent religious sorcery. And the answer now is opening up the gates of our minds and letting the John 738 rivers of living water flood the world. I know there's enough river of life in me to drown all creation through one man. But you know what? This ain't a one-man show. This is a one new man of the Bride of Christ show. And she will be put on full public display for the world to see. It's without spot, without wrinkle, which means with, without religion and without rebellion. The spots and wrinkles as it's written in Revelation, are religion and rebellion or the knowledge of good and the knowledge of evil. It's the tree of Satan's kingdom, which is all flesh, brains, bones, and blood washed in the lake of fire. Yeah, you'll still have a human body, but it'll be like Jesus Christ's human body, and he'll say in John chapter 6, it counts for nothing. And you'll fully understand that because you'll be so spiritually energized, resurrected in your spirit life. 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone's in Christ, they're a new creation. Old things, the human nature's passed away. Behold, all things are new. All things new, which means I'm a living creature. You're a living creature. Yeah, I have a human body. Jesus Christ came in the likeness of sinful man, Hebrews chapter 1, but the Bible says likeness, which means he was not a sinful man. He was just in the likeness. He had the human body, but inside that human body was the angel of the Lord, the Messiah, the living God, the Holy One of Israel, and the Mighty One of Jacob. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, 
is the living God made flesh, sacrifice, the Son of God, God's own Word, made flesh, living among us. They didn't recognize Him because they were looking for it in the brain. They wanted it in their synagogue system, in their church system. They wanted it through their forms and regulations and rules and doctrines and everything human that they built that Jesus Christ destroyed <laughs> and was completely outside the whole synagogue structure his entire three-year ministry. Who did he get baptized by? The wild man in the river that was already excommunicated from the synagogue structure of the Jews. He was kicked out of the temple for years. They paid no attention to him until the masses started coming to him to get delivered from religious sin. Starting to realize this is a prophet sent from God to heal our land from the seed of the Pharisees and the seed of Herod that are blood-sucking vampires of Satan's hell. And out here we're refreshed. Out here we're made full. Out here is paradise in the river. And thousands of them followed John. Millions. They said there's 10 million people in Israel in that time. A lot of people got baptized by John. People come from all over the world. It was a phenomena. John the Baptist in the wilderness, in the river, represents the man-child company of the second coming of Jesus Christ, I tell you the truth. This whole ministry, Red Letter Ministries, everything we've been doing for 11 years is to raise sons of God outside the church system, outside the four walls, outside of organizations, outside of all that marketplace of buying and selling in the name of Jesus abomination. Just out here in the river, just free, just walking with the Father in the coolness of the day, out of our minds free in the spirit of righteousness that has raised us all above the death of religion. And we're free and we're demonstrating every day and more people will join us daily. We have people getting set free in every nation. I'm so excited for Africa, Asia, Australia, Europe, all the Americas. There are people who love Jesus, that desire freedom, that will be so filled with the river of life now that their minds will be daily blown away, living in the awe of God, living in the astonishment of His goodness, of how much of that divine river of life, totally undeserved, totally unearned, is just pouring through our hearts because we've been born again, because we've been bought with the blood of Jesus Christ, and He blesses His sons and daughters forever. Galatians 6, we are the Israel of God. We are Israelites. <laughs> we are Jews of no ordinary city, of heavenly Jerusalem, whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. If you want more about our ministry, everything's free, schools, music, redlettermen.com, be blessed. We're doing a 30-day missions work drowning all the states of the Union, the USA, only the next 30 days. All donations are going into reaching the USA. I'd love to reach 30 million people in the USA with Red Letter Ministries. Cost us $30,000, big deal. We did 22000 last month. Let's do 30000 this month. Donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.